Welcome everyone to the Optimal Performance Podcast. My name is Sean McCormick. I'm a life coach, performance coach, wellness entrepreneur, and it's my pleasure to bring to you every single week the world's leaders in the field of performance so that you can live your life at its most optimal level. Plus, cutting edge ideas so that you can stay ahead of the curve in an ever-changing world. Let's dig right in. What's up? Welcome back to another episode of the Optimal Performance Podcast. I'm your host, Sean McCormick. You can find me on Instagram at Real Sean McCormick and also Optimal Performance Podcast. Uh, I'm just going to give you fair warning. Um, me and my family just got a puppy yesterday. And so if there is barking or shouting or <laughs> general uh, shenanigans happening while I record these episodes or these these uh, reads before the episodes, that's why. Um, it's a lot going on at my house. <laughs> A lot going on in my house, so bear with me. Um, if you want to see pictures, go to uh, go to my Instagram page because I'm gonna start posting. I'm gonna be that guy posting pictures of his dog, uh, among other cool biohacking things and ideas. But uh, yeah, if you wanna if you wanna follow along and see, you wanna meet my dog. Uh, Dougie is his name, and he's a pretty cute little puppy. Uh, go to my Instagram page. On today's episode, we're joined by Alec Zek. And Alec is, I think the best way to describe Alec is a, uh, a health advocate, a health freedom advocate. Alec's background is, um, is, is sort of a harrowing story. Uh, th- the reason why I wanted to connect with him is because he is one of the most detailed and prolific posters uh, around all things COVID and coronavirus um, on Twitter and Instagram. He's been taken down a couple of times. Uh, his his, his uh, accounts have been removed because he's just speaking too much truth. He's um, doesn't shy away from from telling people information that's important for them to know. This is this is not conspiracy theory stuff. This is like he shares data and facts and information that uh, that the censors do not want you to hear. And I wanted to have him on and pick his brain. You know, he he, he starts by telling us a little bit about his history uh, growing up in an abusive household and um, understanding the, the process of transcending your own trauma and being curious about how to get better and how to improve yourself. Um, you know, how to research, how to trust your intuition and your personal power. Uh, his, his mother was, uh, was her, her life was really pretty much destroyed by, um, uh, the pharmaceutical companies. Um, she was, she was having some, some mental issues and, and was basically overprescribed, um, different SSRIs and, uh, antidepressants that, uh, that really made things worse for her, uh, until she went and saw Dr. Kelly Brogan and understood that she needed to clean up her diet, um, um, face her darkness, heal her trauma, and use other techniques to be able to respond in, uh, to the world in a way that that was healthy. And she got better. Uh, that coupled with Alex's wife uh, dealing with lupus and um, continuing to get sicker and sicker with the lupus and the rheumatoid arthritis drugs, um, instead adopted the same approach: um, facing trauma, eating right, introspection and uh, grounding sleep these sort of basic things that i believe in that that is just sort of like bread and butter for for optimal health she did that and now she's no longer on her lupus medications so uh fast forward uh the process of his discovery into uh the pharmaceutical companies um how you know big medicine is kind of screwing people over and um uh, made him continue to ask questions and find answers and so he maps out a whole bunch of different things that, uh, that may surprise you surrounding the coronavirus, um, 2017, Fauci's prediction, 2019, Moderna applies for patents, uh, talking about gain of function, um, uh, lethalizing the viruses. Again, these are just the facts around this thing. And I don't know the answers. I don't, I don't have a clear picture of what the heck's going on, but I, I sure, uh, I sure think that the narrative is fishy and I want to be able to give people platforms like this to, to, to share what they know because there, there's a lot here. It is really an honor to be able to bring to you guests like this without feeling censored or, or hamstrung by who I can have and who I can have, who I can and can't have conversations with. And so I really thank you for listening and, and keeping an open mind. And without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Alec Zek. 
And we're here with Alex Zeck, the CEO of Health Freedom for Humanity. He's a holistic health coach. Alec, welcome to the Optimal Performance Podcast. Sean, thank you for having me, man. It's really good to be here. So I think what I, th- I think that probably the best place to start is you know uh, you and I are in al- are in alignment on a lot of natural health um, approaches, uh, and and the system's broken. That's kind of clear, and we need new ideas. And everybody's story is a little bit different. How they got here uh, was it was it an, uh, something that happened to them as, them as a kid? Something that, that they've experienced? I'd love to to hear your sort of origin story as to how you um, came out to be uh, the 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 sort of advocate and champion of of holistic health that you are. Yeah, dude, that's a good question, and it's uh, funny because it provides necessary context as to why. Uh, I ca- sort of came out of nowhere because I have a lot of people say, oh, he's probably controlled op. I'm like, no. uh, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Am I allowed to cuss on here? Yes, absolutely. Like, what the fuck does that even mean? Yeah. <laughs> My mom has clearly been, uh, that, that's neither here nor there. So story on me is uh, I, I grew up in a very abusive household. Um, my father was just repeating cycles of generational abuse and, uh, was very abusive to me, to my siblings and my mom. And it's, I don't say that to say, woe is me. Um, but it put me and my siblings and my mom into like, we were just in the midst of a lot of chaos. And my mom was very codependent at the time growing up. So more focused on trying to fix my dad and she was neglecting us. And when I was in seventh, going into eighth grade, basically that whole year, my dad went to rehab And my mom went to go see a psychiatrist for all the trauma that we had experienced. And the psychiatrist prescribed my mom a bunch of benzodiapines and SSRIs rather than actually, like, I think it was like a 15 minute, um, 15 minute consult or, or just appointment and spoke with her very briefly about some of the issues and was like, okay, here's some of the benzodiapines and SSRIs, psych drugs that we're going to prescribe you. And we didn't think anything of it. Nobody really does think anything of it when you're seeing a doctor. You trust that they have your best interest in mind. Many of them do. They're just misinformed. We can get to that uh, later on in this. But uh, we didn't think anything of it at the time. So my mom went on a few different meds and would start one, not do well with it, cold turkey, like stop taking that one, which shocks your brain, obviously, and then start another one. And when my dad got back from rehab, like he was perceptively changed. But then this is where my mom was just on a downhill spiral. Um, Yeah, where she was in and out of mental hospitals basically the entire time, like half my middle middle school time and then basically all of my high school and college years. Um, So for a long, long period of time, my mom was basically in a never ending state of psychosis. And when she would snap out of it perceptively, we would think, oh, that means the meds are working. You know, we didn't think that it was the other way around. We never thought anything of it. She had multiple suicide attempts. It was, I mean, it was extremely traumatic. And for me, I had never really healed any of the trauma that I experienced when I was younger, but luckily I didn't go on any psych meds. I was just always externalizing my self-worth, um, trying to seek validation in uh, external things, right, rather than deriving it from within. And basically, right around when I was graduating from college, at this point, I had written off any chance of having a close relationship with my mom. And I didn't have a close relationship with my dad either, because of all the stuff that I experienced when I was younger. We never really talked about it. We just kind of stuffed it down. And again, I just kept externalizing with like, relationships, girls, clothes, like whatever, you know, the typical things that people seek validation in. And finally got to a point my senior year of college when I was graduating, my mom um, went to go see Dr. Kelly Brogan. And for me, when when I was told this by my mom, I was just like, yeah, this is just going to be another thing. Like my sister, brother and I were texting separately. Like, you know, we just have to understand that we cannot get close with her that's just how it is because the closer we get the more hurt we'll we'll be if she does have a successful suicide attempt you know like those type of conversations yeah and then she goes to see dr brogan and dr brogan's like ali you're not bipolar you're not this you're not that these pills are what's causing these issues for you you just need to get off them get off them in the correct way stay off them clean up your diet develop an introspective approach, heal your trauma through emotional freedom technique, journaling, writing, a bunch of other things, right? Meditation, and you'll be fine. 
And again, when this was said to me, I was just like, okay, like there's just, there's just no way we've, we've, we had seen her try multiple things along with the meds. So, you know, like green juicing, they went vegan for like a year and a half, but not like real vegan, just like, like vegan where you're still eating like a shit ton of processed foods. Like we've seen it, you know, we were like, okay, this is just going to be another thing. And then in a matter of three to four months, my mom completely did a 180 where she was showing no symptoms of anything she had experienced prior to. She was healing her trauma for the first time, which showed me kind of what I needed to do as well. Mm. Right. So, and then the diet piece of it. And at the time I had just gotten married to my wife and she had previously been diagnosed with lupus and rheumatoid arthritis. And that was when she was around 15. She was 24 at the time we got married. So I've been, been seeing multiple rheumatologists um, over the course of nine years. None of them ever talked about diet, just prescribed her a bunch of different drugs, one of them being hydroxychloroquine, oddly enough. Huh. Um, yeah, I know. And uh, <laughs> we've actually made a few jokes like, oh, maybe we should try to get you go back to your rheumatologist and say you had a flare-up, even though she hasn't. <laughs> but uh, so anyway, after we saw what happened with my mom, uh how she did a complete 180 obviously like that was extremely shocking to me right like i was like what this is all it takes to like be healthy okay it just worked for my mom there's that just this just must be one example must only pertain to psych stuff and the more that we watched my mom heal my wife who still suffered from flare-ups although she was on like she was on multiple immunosuppressants and stuff we were like you know let's just let's try this approach with you too and see if it works let's taper you off your uh lupus and rheumatoid arthritis medications and see if this will work for you too and sure enough after like three to four uh, months my wife was completely off all of her lupus and rheumatoid arthritis medications had no symptoms of either of the two her uh, esr which is like your uh, inflammation levels in your blood was back down to normal for the first time since she was 15 even with being on like multiple medications Hmm. and we it was shocking, man. Like those were two very real examples to me. Like I, I had written my mom off as dead. Right. And I had written my wife off of like any chance of her being like healthy, healthy is like, that's just not going to happen. You know, like obviously still married to her and love her very much. But like we both had like, she had had conversations with me like, yeah, Alec, like, you know, sometimes people with lupus die really young and that's just, it is what it is. And I kept on saying, no, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. And now that isn't going to happen because hmm. my wife has shown no signs of either lupus or rheumatoid arthritis in the last four years. Wow. So when those two things happened for me, it was extremely shocking. And it made me um, have to question everything that I had been not really taught. Because we're not really like you and I as average citizens, we're not taught anything. We're just like, oh, the doctor knows best. Right. You know? It made me like do a deep dive into like, well, do doctors really know best? Right. What do doctors actually know? Why do they teach what they teach? You know, and like naturally that led me down a rabbit hole, so to speak, of of everything to pharmaceutical industry to vaccine everything, right? And then the other piece of that is I'm seeing my mom heal her trauma the correct way for the first time, so I started to have to heal my own trauma and figure out who Alex Zek is. Right? Like I had no fucking idea who I was, who I thought I was, was an athlete. I thought I was my clothes, my shoes, like my friends that I had, you know, like all the just externally yeah. like validating things. And I had no idea who I truly was. And for the first time I was learning who I really was while also learning what it means to be human in the healthiest way. Hmm. And it was all came to all came together really in 2016 has just been a never ending spiral since then. Wow. Wow. Oh my gosh. I think for context, for people to understand, uh, some of the things that you talk about, some of the things that you post about and advocate for, um, it's such a wide range. Um, and, and, and I'm struck by, by the frequency. Now, of course, the algorithms are showing me your posts because, uh, you know, because I've liked them or I've seen them. And so uh, it's a posit- in that case, it's a positive echo chamber. Thank you, Zuck, for sending me you know, <laughs> Alex Zek content and you know, Sayer G content and Kelly Brogan content. But, but I think for context, for people to understand, your, the, the, the width of your knowledge is, is, is massive. 
And I, and I think to myself, like, how does this dude have this much time to go this deep on so many different topics? Um, and and so I think I, I just the, – the reason for saying this, I just want people to know that that your your perspective on holistic health – let's just say holistic health because there's integrated health and natural health. Mm-hmm. Let's just say holistic health. You're, 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 the level of um, sort of like debunking, demystifying and, and education that you, that you do day in and day out on social media channels is, is frankly mind-boggling. So thank you for the work that you do. Thanks, dude. I appreciate that. It's astounding. Um, I can speak to that a little bit. So, like I said, when this started for me in 2016, dude, I just I started researching and never stopped. And I always think of like the meme of the mom sitting on the toilet, <laughs> like, oh, this is I have a doctorate, and like this is what you have. Like, who who knows more? Like, oh, that's me. I'm the mom on the toilet, <laughs> um, <laughs> just constantly looking up information. But it's because like. Over the past few years, one of my favorite quotes that I like try to stick to every day is the wise man knows that he knows nothing. The fool thinks that he knows all. So I'm always learning and yeah. I'm always open to new perspectives. And I have to be because I had to build up who Alex Zek is from the ground up essentially four years ago. Like who I am now versus five to six years ago is a completely different dude for the better, right? Like there's still pieces of me back then that exist, but, uh, maybe lost a little bit of my good looks and athleticism, but that, that's okay. It's okay to like shoes, man. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I still love shoes. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I grew up a basketball player. Like that's just, that just comes with the territory. But, yeah. uh, yeah, man, like it's, it's because I've adopted this approach of basically falling back on that every day and, always being open to different perspectives. But the main thing is I always lead with my intuition first and don't blindly accept what I'm told by anyone, mm-hmm. truly by anyone. And I tell my followers the same thing, like don't blindly accept what I say. Right. Trust yourself first and then discern with the information that is presented to you. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a huge thing. That, that's a, that's a massive point. And, um, I had a, a conversation with Paul check. I'm not sure if you're familiar with, with, he's Paul. awesome. Yeah. So as I tell him like, yeah, man, I'm, I'm just, uh, getting in arguments on, on social media with people that I love, um, uh, you know, about, uh, about COVID and masks are stupid and terrain theory and, uh, you know, vaccines. And, and he's like, you know, he's like, Sean, People don't have the energy to do their own research. They just, they, they, they don't, they, and that's a terrible Paul check, uh, impersonation. But basically what he's saying is like a lot of people are just, they're just gassed out. Like they're, they're mm-hmm. so overwhelmed by, by the stuff that they're force fed by this, this idea of a media of, of, of media that doesn't exist anymore that, that, that a generation ago actually reported the news and now is just clickbait and manipulation propaganda machine all day all day every day so this is level of exhaustion and so to your point like saying you know okay i'm going to give you a piece of information i'm going to tell you about the four billion dollars that was that's been awarded to vaccine injuries like there's that's a thing it's a real thing it's a fact you should you should look at it don't take my word for it i think people are just gassed out and um and for 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 someone like you who who speaks so openly and who is so consistent with your message? Like, what, what, what is it that, what is it that, it's such a distinguishing characteristic. What is it about the way that you are or show up in the world that that propels you, that compels you to be so outspoken? Well, so I, like I said, growing up in an abusive environment, like if you had told me, even when I was in the midst of abuse, and I'm talking like when I was in sixth, seventh grade, like going, showing up to school with black eyes, right? Like if you had told me that I was being abused, I would have been like, no, nah, this is, this is normal. I wouldn't have lashed out at you, but I would have been like, this is normal. My siblings have presented in other ways when abuse was present, like people presented to them, they're like, Hey, you're in the midst of abuse and relationship. Um, even like I, when I figured out what was happening with our family, when I would try to explain that to my sister, she would lash out at me. Hmm. So I bring that up because when for people that have been brought to the edge of their current paradigm no longer working for them and the house of cards that they're living in, so to speak, falls on top of them, 
they're more easily able to recognize that in other things. So that's that's mm. like the piece that I bring. I've experienced this before, man. Got I've had it. the house of cards fall on top of me. But for someone who's in the midst of abuse, if you point out and like show like like their abuser to them, right? Show them like, hey, this is how you are being abused. They're going to lash out. And it's because they have built the entire foundation for the current paradigm that they're living in on this house of cards. It's It's like they've painted it out to be this like very sturdy house and they think that it's this very sturdy house. And when you take off like a card off the top of the house and try to show it to them, like, Hey, I'm just warning you that like, Hey, you're in this house of cards right now. You need to get out for your own safety. Um, you need to stop buying into this house of cards. They're going to lash out cause it's going to shake their foundation too much. So for some, it'll require that house of cards to fall mm-hmm. on top of them naturally before they're able to see. So, that's the piece of it, man. Like I've experienced this firsthand on a microcosmic level. So I'm more easily able to see it on a macrocosm and then just add on top of that, like uh, my knowledge on to, like to, knowledge to back it up, right? Like my knowledge on natural health, my knowledge on vaccines, my knowledge of terrain theory to back up the idea that we are truly on a massive scale being narcissistically abused. Wow, that is so well said. That that I th- I I imagine that there are people listening right now going, "Oh man, I have been through some stuff and I have not dealt with it." And now that's got to be inspiring for people who have who have who have seen and experienced and been victims of of intense trauma to know that that it can that it can be a an opportunity to to like know yourself and become empowered and to um educate yourself uh and and the 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 comparison between like i experienced this at a microcosmic level and and so it's obvious to to me to see that this is what's going on it's just going on on social media and it's going on you know at a at a governmental level Wow, that's that's really insightful. That's really fascinating. Yeah, and the other piece of that is, and this is the part that I forgot to mention that's so important, is today and as far along as I can like look back and peer into the past and really discern, we are taught what to think. We are taught memorization rather than how to think. We are taught to be to sever ourselves from our intuition and always outsource to a perceived expert or authority figure. But what happens when that expert or authority figure does not actually have your best interest in mind or has a conflict of interest or has financial incentives? Like if you haven't done the work to trust your own intuition, hmm. if you haven't done the work to turn inward to heal your trauma, trauma is relative, everybody has trauma or programming that's been impressed upon them either in the uh, school system, which is just an indoctrination system now, or like by their parents in, in abusive uh, like uh, childhoods. Um, to some degree, people have experienced trauma and if you haven't done the work to heal that and reconnect with your intuition and use that as a guide to discern for yourself, you're going to, especially in Western culture, outsource to experts and authority figures. And again, it goes back to when you turn the mirror to like, hey, this is what that authority figure is really doing. They can't see it because they have not connected with their own intuition. They won't be able to see it. That's all that they know. And that's what they have set up as their foundation for trust. Rather than trusting themselves, they trust the authority. They trust the expert. They cannot trust themselves. They cannot discern for themselves. They're not in a position to until they turn inward and heal their own trauma. Yeah. And, and we've done, um, in fact, we did an episode recently, um, um, it, talking about some, some, some of my trauma and, and what my, what my process was. Um, you know, it's, it's something that we've, you know, we've, we've talked about at length is, is to, to, to reprogram your subconscious mind, um, because it's not going to get done for you, you know, you got, and it ain't going to be fun, but it's totally necessary. And it's increasingly necessary for us to do that work and introspection and understand who we are, what's important to us, what our values are, what we want to, what we want to, what we'll stand for and what we won't stand for. And, um, uh, that's incredible. Um, so talking, speaking of things that, that you won't stand for and that I won't stand for, um, you know, with, with your, with your, with your knowledge and perspective as to, here we go, here we go. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, how, how, how is the, I'm just going to read it from my notes here. Uh, 
Um, why won't the co- why won't the current COVID mitigation efforts uh, work? Um, that is a loaded. <laughs> wow, I where do you want to start with that? Um, the current COVID methods won't work uh, just on the surface because they are fear based. They are not empowering. They're not sustainable. I mean, not only are they not sustainable, but we could get into how they're like absolutely used, uh, at least from my individual perception, to cause more people to be sick. Um, but yeah, like at the base, they are very, very, very fear-based. Ah, we could touch on the spiritual aspect of this, a more metaphysical piece. So inherently, the way we are choosing to take on COVID, even if let's say you operate in the paradigm of germ theory, which you and I both know, and most of your listeners probably know if they're listening to this, they know that that's an, an unbelievably flawed theory. But is, is viewing reality as separate of self. And when you view things as separate, you are going to be in defense of that separateness, and you're going to be fearful of anything that you believe to be separate of you. Versus, and, and there's nuance to this, obviously, mm-hmm. versus viewing the re- reality as a piece of you, viewing other as not other, but just perceptive other, and knowing that there is not some predatory thing out to get you. Do bad things happen? Yes, but it's all within like the ebb and flow of the natural state of the universe, and we are all individuated pieces of the universe uh, existing in a symbiotic, interdependent fashion. And the thing about human beings operating through free will and able to consciously create our reality, we can choose to perceive that as, as completely opposite of what it is in its natural state. The universe is one being, and we can choose to perceive it as not one being and perceive ourselves as separate. <laughs> so that's what you see happening with COVID. That's why we need to separate ourselves from each other, separate ourselves from the virus, separate ourselves from our own intuition and trust an authority figure on that. Um, separate yourself from your immune system's ability to heal and buy into the fear that is uh, thrown into us by the pharmaceutical industry and the belief that we are biologically dependent on pharmaceutical products for survival. And that's, that's at the base what's happening. It's fear, and it's fear that's based in the illusion of separation, which isn't real. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well said, well said. I, I try to think of this as like a, on a spectrum, right? Uh, you know, I think about will we really know what the fuck is going on in 10 years or 20 years or 30 years? Will, will we be able to look back at this and say, oh, okay, well, this is what it was or this is what it wasn't, you know? Um, you know, um, you could say, yeah, we're going to have, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. We're going to be able to look back and say, this was a flu. This was a contagious kind of flu. Or we're going to, what is it? What is it? So, I mean, that's what we, you and I would like to create that reality where 20 years from now we look back and say like, damn, like using a germ theory approach, using a separation approach, putting on masks, suppressing our immune system, killing our microbiome by sanitizing everything. I mean, like even beyond COVID, killing the soil's microbiome by spraying industrial grade herbicides and using industrial farming practices on everything, injecting pigs with antibiotics and thinking that that's supposed to be healthy meat and good for our gut bacteria, gut flora. Like there's a number of things that we want to look back on and say, yeah, like we fucked that up and now we are in a better position right now. Mm -hmm. But again, it goes back to like the the ability of us individually to heal our trauma and stop repeating these patterns, Mm -hmm. but also collectively to heal our collective trauma, mishaps, missteps, and stop repeating those collective patterns. And a piece of not repeating that collective pattern, like if, if, or if we were to repeat that collective pattern would be the collective sort of book burning or history erasing that we have partook in over the course of, I mean, there's, there's so much evidence to show that, Many things that we've accepted as happening in history are not what they seem to. <laughs> right. Right. So hopefully that is the reality that we're living in where we look back with hindsight 2020 and say, oh, 2020, haha, because it happened in 2020. Yeah. It all came to heads, right? Hindsight 2020, man, 2020, we fucked up, yeah. <laughs> you know? But I like that's that is truly on the, I hate using these cliche terms, but like the collective consciousness to to create that reality. And it's not yeah. like, oh, I, I like 
want to manifest this and only think love and light. No, it's acknowledging the darkness, allowing it to come to the surface, responding to the darkness with love and compassion and more unity. And then also saying, we're not going to create, we're not going to do this reality anymore. We're going to act towards creating a better reality. We're going to take individual and collective action. It's not just, Oh, I'm going to sit home and meditate, which is a huge piece. No, <laughs> don't get me wrong. Meditating is a huge piece because that's how you have the foundation to turn inward and understand yourself. But it's taking true individual action on the individual level to create that reality. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. Right. The, the whoever's whoever's writing that book, uh, the, whoever's writing the this is what the fuck happened in 2020 book, like whoever's given the, <laughs> whoever self proclaims as the expert in of of that retrospective is kind of what we, what, you know, my grandkids are going to, uh, perceive. Right. So, so it might it, be the crazy grandpa. They're like, like grandpa. No, like that, that's not what my history teacher taught me. Totally. Well, you well, know, <laughs> right. Totally. Well, and I think for, I mean, me personally, you know, my, yeah, well, I could talk, I could tell you about all my, uh, top notch parenting skills and the fact, you know, where my kids are going to school. But, <laughs> But the fact of the matter is, like, I have to take responsibility. You know, um, it's it's delicate. It's delicate at my house, and it's like I'm sure it is at your house to talk about Absolutely. masks. You know, like we we don't want to be rude to people. We don't want to think we don't want to look down at them. But we're not fucking wearing them, uh, and um, we have to in the state of Washington. Like we go to the grocery store. Uh, you know, my seven year old you know puts his on, and my four year old doesn't because it's you know by law. Um, it, separately it's it's going back to your point of like we have to make individual decisions about how we want to manage this and the decisions that i've made is to move out of the city to go out buy some land um grow my food and advocate and share and do this podcast right like exactly seriously like this is a piece of it man this This is is a piece it's spread it like spreading information on the grassroots level sharing information that's so important yeah this is it this is this is this is my dharma this is my karma yoga this is what i this is what i was what i was born to do in this incarnation is to um is to, is to elevate consciousness in this and, and right now it's looking like this i guess which is it is what it is i wear it i wear it proudly so i as i think about it on, on a sort of a spectrum of um you know is it a is it a man-made thing that was released in order to again, virome, uh, vir, you know, the terrain versus germ theory was it a man-made thing that was released and um, you know purposefully in a, in a de- depopulation agenda on one side, one side of the spectrum, right? And uh, you know, Bill Gates is uh, <laughs> trying to control the world and inject us with shit that's going to kill all of us except for a few of us. Um, in which case, well, well then how how why? Uh, and on another end of the spectrum is, is um, this was a this was just a, a wacky accident. It really was a bat, not out of a lab, and um, uh, it has grown out of proportion. And some people were advantageous in taking advantage of this shit show. And then and then there's this other. The, I guess I'll, I'll stop there. I have a tendency to ask like six questions. <laughs> so, no, dude, I mean, I like I, I have uh, what I believe to be an answer to that. And this first off, what my for the people listening to this, I want you to take 10 deep breaths, really sit and feel and discern for yourself. And if you come to a different conclusion than me, fuck, yeah, at least that was derived from within yourself on this issue. What my conclusion is and i've done a lot of research into this a lot of introspection a lot of hearing both sides what they have to say and then first using my own experience with my family with our healing with how we approach health the contrast between allopathic medicine and a more holistic or natural approach and what has been more effective for us and use my experience with my intuition while also discerning and understanding uh, some of the what I believe to be malicious uh, driving forces behind a lot of these things, these megalomaniacal um, companies, organizations, and individuals. And I am of the mindset that it was absolutely created to instill fear into the population, that there's so much, like, let's let's even, let's do this, right? I don't know if you've ever heard of the uh, old problem-solving technique called Occam's Razor. Yeah. Okay. So it's like the most uh, logical explanation or the most simple to use explanation is usually the correct one, right? 
Okay. So we have, in 2017, Dr. Fauci said there will be a surprise pandemic. And I quote, he said there will be, this, this president will deal with a surprise pandemic. End quote. Moderna, in March of 2019, applied for patent number 10702600, stating, and I quote, because of a concern for reemergence or deliberate release of the SARS coronavirus, vaccine development was initiated. That sort of makes you go, huh. Huh. And then you have gain-of-function fu- gain research being moved from the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, on coronaviruses, to China, $3.7 million of funding given to China from the National Institute of Health, where in gain-of-function research is essentially you take an existing virus and attempt to make it more lethal. That's essentially what gain-of-function is on coronaviruses at the Wuhan Virology Institute, hmm. right? Huh. Huh, right? And then, <laughs> then you have in October of 2019, John Hopkins, the World Economic Forum, and the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation held Event 201 where they simulated, surprise, surprise, a global pandemic response to a deadly coronavirus. Huh. Huh. Right? And then even just on those pieces of information, and like you could go into a much, 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 much more, much deeper on that issue, right? Even on those, right? Like applying Occam's razor, not saying Occam's razor is like an infallible, like uh, all righteous, like method to problem solve, but like, the simplest explanation is most likely the right one. What do you think when you sit back and analyze those few things right there, right? So this is, then, where, this is where the 10 deep breaths comes in, right? This is where everybody's doing the 10 deep breaths to like really think about, really let that sink in. Like, don't bullshit yourself. Where do you, where do you really sit with that, right? Exactly, man. And this is where it's so important to do the individual work. Take more – take – Take more than 10 deep breaths every single day. Do some emotional freedom technique. Clean up your diet. Start drinking some clean water. Reconnect with the earth. Go do some grounding outside. And then start looking with a much more clear lens on the individual level. And then maybe look at how even using the COVID data. This is this is a perfect example of how like the logic behind uh, blindly accepting what the perceived authority figures or talking heads in the media are saying is completely illogical. Just this piece right here. So if you take the COVID-19 data as is, and we could go into the issues, I could go deep into the issues on PCR testing. I can go deep into the issues on lack of viral isolation through centrifuge or filter and go deep into that shit. Even taking it as is within the paradigm of germ theory, we know that 94% of COVID-19, COVID-19 related deaths um, or yeah, 94% had an average of 2.6 uh, additional comorbidities or more. Usually lifestyle related or nutrition deficiency related, right? So knowing that, knowing that 94% of COVID deaths may or may not have been able to be prevented had they had better lifestyle choices or better nutrition, why is it that the media who's all of a sudden so unbelievably concerned with health is constantly showing people pharmaceutical advertisements and constantly showing p- people fast food commercials? If one of the largest co like cofactors to death essentially is related to th- things that those two things cause. <laughs> right? So do they truly have your best interest in mind? And for some people that may be hard to heal and that's why it's hard to hear and it's that's why it's so important to really reconnect with your intuition and take a step back and not from a fearful position, but from a position of groundedness with inside yourself and trusting yourself and be like, huh, do these people really have my best interest in mind? Do they maybe have some financial incentives to say what they say? Do they maybe have some conflicts of interest? And that's why they're saying what they say. How much, how much money does the pharmaceutical industry give to these companies? How much money does the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation give to these companies? How much money does the pharmaceutical industry lobby in U.S. government? Like, there's a lot of things that, especially as a free free person in in a democracy, that you should have the right to ask without being ostracized or ridiculed or mocked. And even if you are, it's still justified to ask them, to at least ask those questions and think on them. Yeah, what what you've laid out are facts. Mm-hmm. F A C T S facts. They're actual things. They're not. These are not um, conspiracy theories. These are not, you know, typed up by some troll in their you know stepmom's basement. 
this is those are those are the facts mm-hmm. and even just saying them stating them just like that <clears throat> people bug out they 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 can't hear it they have this cognitive dissonance they don't want to hear it or maybe like paul check says they just don't have the energy to like really process that mm-hmm. and so let, well let's go further then let's go further so so let's say that that this was part of a this was part of a plan, right? That this was mm-hmm. this was orchestrated and executed with the support of organizations around the entire world, and um, supported and propped up by Western media. Um, what what what's the besides? Is it money? Is it just money and power? Does it just at the end of the day? Does it just just does it does it just end there? That that a few couple of people and a few couple of organizations just just stand to to control and 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 gain power and money. Man, okay, I could attack this from two different angles. Like my uh, my how do I put this? Outside of my spiritual uh, beliefs, I would say yes, it's just about money. But using my spiritual beliefs as a backdrop, I would say it's much 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 more than that. Um, and the two are inextricably linked, like the use uh, or the, the accumulation of uh, money equals power and power equals influence and power ultimately when used with malicious intent equals manipulation uh, and manipulating people for your own advantage, whether that's on a psycho spiritual level or just on a physical level. Right. Because um, like within the wheelhouse of the pharmaceutical industry in the Western medical paradigm, we have the these are, again, factual statistics uh, America spends by far the most on healthcare of any industrialized country. That is a fact. America, um, amongst all OECD nations, which is like basically industrialized countries, and there's 36 of them that we compare ourselves to on economics, on trade, on, on a bunch of things, on healthcare specifically, we have by far the worst health outcomes of any country in the world. We comprise 5% of the world's population and consume upwards of 50% of the world's pharmaceutical drugs. Pharmaceutical companies are publicly traded. And I mean, even like Pfizer today, at, at the time that we're recording this, uh, is saying that they have a vaccine that proved to be 90% effective. But then you also remember Pfizer uh, had a record settlement for $2.3 billion for far- falsely advertising on its pharmaceutical products. So it's like, okay. <laughs> These are all facts, right? Like these, these are, are not. Yeah. And so touching on um, the like the idea that bringing up this factual information immediately has you ridiculed and ostracized or, or posing questions predicated on this uh, this factual information, like using it as a backdrop means that you're a crazy conspiracy theorist. Really? Or does that mean that I'm raising legitimate questions that are based in fact and you're you? like utilizing cult-like behavior because that's what happens in cults when people bring up questions that are based in fact in a cult everyone shuts down that question and ostracizes the individual and shames them Mm -hmm. that's what a cult does Mm -hmm. that's not what a society that's not what a a welcoming uh diverse free-thinking society does Mm -hmm. that's what a cult does yeah and it's intentional and this is if you want me to, I'll, I'll touch on the, the spiritual side of things. If uh, Yeah, let's go, go, go there. Let's I, go there. Okay. Let's go there. Okay. So this is going to be against the backdrop of my spiritual text of preference. I've read a lot of them. I've, uh, I, I grew up as a, as a Christian, evangelical Christian, but, um, and I could tie a Bible verse into this as well, what I'm about to say. But so my, my spiritual text of choice now is the law of one, um, the raw material. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. I highly recommend if anyone feels called to, uh, it's called, uh, you can find it at www.lawofone.info. And essentially what the law of one states is that within this reality, like we, we are eternal beings, we are individuated points, points of consciousness, but we are ultimately one being. We are modulations of one being, Right. Um, in this illusory reality of, of uh, perceived separation. And we are here um, as individual pieces of consciousness to explore through free, free will under the veil of forgetting who and what we are at our core, every possible opportunity or uh, infinite number of expressions of, of that individ- or that consciousness existing, essentially. Like we are here 
representative of the of consciousness manifest manifested as human being to explore right mm. uh, the infinite number of ways that we can and within that because we forget who and what we are and we operate on free will we have on one end of the spectrum looking at the world through a lens of service to self which is looking at the what i talked about earlier other as separate of you as something to dominate for your own like benefit for service to self and in that you are still serving the creator as one aspect of the creator right mm -hmm. like so if i'm serving myself i'm serving the creator but in a very egocentric selfish mm -hmm. way, okay right? yeah cutting myself off from the rest of that that i am and then the other end of the spectrum is service to other where you recognize other is not actually other, it's just perceived other, and you recognize that other is truly you as well. Mm -hmm. And in navigating the world in that way, you're naturally going to be more loving. And then there's the vast in-between, right? Those are the two ends of the spectrum here. So in looking at the world through a lens of service to self, truly, truly, truly evil people will know that fundamental reality that the that the world is one being and use it to their own advantage in a way that like okay i know that you sean are just an extension of me and because you're an extension of me i can do whatever the fuck that i want to you hmm. and use you to my advantage and it's ultimately not going to matter it'll just make me feel good in this lifetime and that could be on a like conscious level or a subconscious level sure. it's, it's it's a subconscious mechanism of looking at the world as separate and as something to be con conquered, right? Um, and the most subversive evils, the most, I guess, damaging evils, are evils that are wrapped up in uh, a shroud of virtue and on the surface look like they might be good. And that is in order to get well-intentioned people to buy into that system to create much, much, much more harm for selfish gain or for control, usually both. So when I sit back and really analyze, I think that is ultimately what is going on at some of the higher echelons of society. It's using people's well-intentioned uh, mindsets or the just the indifference against them by shrouding something that is very malicious and evil in its true nature as something that is good hmm. wow hopefully that made sense it did the place no it made it made sense it made it made sense for the people that, that have this that have this awareness that we are all connected you know that we are all you know like labels on a dr bronner soap bottle all one oh, i love dr bronner <laughs> uh, for the bad guys they know that they they know that and by self-serving to get power and whatever, they're actually serving the oneness. And 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 on the flip side of that is people who act in a in a in it from a, who also know that actually come from a place of of um, a mutual um, um, support and, mm -hmm. and interdependency and a symbiotic relationship with yeah. your reality, right? With yeah. your environment. Wow. That. I'm gonna have to read that. Uh, that's. Um, I'm gonna go. Well, then I guess. Look, guess what I'm doing tonight. You. <laughs> <laughs> it is one of the most dense materials I've ever read in my entire life. But it was. It was one of those things, and I kind of skipped over that. That as I was healing my own trauma, that was something I kept on having this thought in the back of my head. Um, like all is one, all is one. And I was like, what is like, what does that mean? And I just like Googled it forever until. I came across lawof1.info and I was like, oh, what's this? And I looked into it and then I ordered the books and they have free copies of the books on their website. And it has been the most like, it has forever changed my life for the better. And yeah. even if it's information, like it's, it's a channeled material. I don't know if you know what that sure. means. Yeah. It's like, it's a channeled material. I believe it to be true. But even if you don't, it, it, uh, is it, is it, teaches, Paul, is it Paul Selig? Or, no, it's no? it's uh, so the three people behind it are uh, Don Elkins, Jim McCarthy, and uh, what is the this, I'm the, I'm blanking on the name of the lady who actually was the one conducting the channeling, like she <laughs> was the channel. Um, 
Damn, I forget her name. I'll put it's it because it's all right. I'll, yeah. put it, I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, Dude, it's 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 one of the most profound things that I've ever read in my entire life. Well, um, it's, it's like been life changing. It's it's a line. It's a line with with what what I believe to be true as well is that we we are we it, the interconnectedness is undeniable, and we're all learning these lessons, and and we're learning them in different ways, at different times, different severities, with with several people or at a global scale, and. Uh, and learning these lessons that, you know, it's, you know, and I'll, I'll be totally honest with you, Alec. I, I didn't think that that's where you were going to go. And I'm pleased. I'm not, and it's not a judgment, but no, I'm, I, I hear that. Like, that's totally understandable. I, I'm, I'm when you, when you said, Hey, I'm, let's go into the spiritual, like I far out, man, I'm with you. And to go there, uh, is, is not what I was expecting. And, and also super insightful and interesting to me. You know, um, I thought we were going to go David Icke, uh, and, and, and the fact that we didn't was like, kind of, like, kind of nice, kind of a relief. Actually. <laughs> uh, I love that. <laughs> uh, so, um, so obviously there's, there's, there's all these things that we can do and, and sort of a, sort of a, a meta, a meta takeaway from what we've been talking about. And, and I, I definitely want to hear about, um, health freedom, health freedom for humanity and what you're doing with that organization. Cause that, uh, that's super cool. Um, um, what I'm gathering is that we, we have to listen to ourselves. We have to do what's right for us. And you've given, you know, 10 or 15 different things that people can do to, uh, trust themselves and get their own health in order, you know, tapping EFT, um, quality food, grounding, um, breathing, like, whoa, man, like, whoa, <laughs> breaking stuff, right? So, <laughs> honestly, it's so crazy. And this all goes back to, again, how, how we learn in the United States is like, when you are taught from a young age to trust your intuition, it's like, damn, health is really easy, man. Like it's, yeah. it's not super hard, but because, and I, again, I think this is on purpose and all goes back to control and like lining the pockets of these billion dollar corporations. Um, when you are cut off from that intuition and you have information coming at you at all times, you're like, fuck, I don't know who to trust. I'm just going to go to my doctor and they're going to sure. tell me how to be healthy. And then that gives you pills which causes more symptoms, which gives you another pill, which causes more symptoms. And then you have a surgery because you've had been on like three different medications, which cause your liver to fail. Then you have a liver transplant. Like you're just down this never ending road of complications and to avoid all those complications is from the very beginning, learn to teach people to trust their intuition, which I'm sure you're doing as a dad who like understands all this stuff. And that's what I'm doing with my own son. And, and I have another one on the way too. So mm -hmm. that's, that's ultimately like the approach on the individual level, if you have kids to take, and I think most people listening to this, I'm sure that sure that they know that intuitively already, right? If they're, yeah, it's with their intuition. Yeah, I, 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 we we have to we have to do the work ourselves, and 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 that makes it sound like it's heavy lifting, and and it's and it's not really because slowing down, breathing, chewing your food, hugging your partner, like walking around outside on your bare feet, like that's not hard work, man. Like that that's pretty easy shit. And that's like step one. <laughs> yeah. If you did that, if you grew your own food and chilled the fuck out and did less things, like the hard work is literally doing less things. And I, I built online courses. Um, I've got this course called the Full Moon Reset, which uses a half sidereal moon cycle to basically like detox from from bad food, bad media, oh, that's so rad, bad habits. Uh, to just like, what do I need to do to like? The work is to like omit shit. <laughs> it's not. Mm -hmm. It was. It was. It was taken from um, as I was preparing for an ayahuasca ceremony. You have to. You have to like you prepare, right? So you can't mm -hmm. eat garlic. You can't smoke weed. You can't drink cannabis. There's no sex. No drugs. No rock and roll. No. And and I added like no media to that. And it was like I was I was an asshole for three days, and on like the fourth day of omitting all this bad food and recreational drugs and weed and 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 IPAs. Like day four, I was feeling pretty good. I felt like a kid again, and and that sort of wonder and 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 health, and I slept really good, and that that's the work. The work is like abstaining from shit, honestly. Yeah, man, and it's like the analogy that I use is that we add all these layers onto who and what we are over over the course of uh, navigating this reality, and it's till we get to the point that like, damn. I have too many layers and it's weighing me down to the point that it's crushing me. This is just another analogy of the house of cards thing. Then it's like, okay, 
I need to work to peel back all these layers. And it's not that all of them need to come off. It's that you peel each layer back and look at it, right? And you say, is this layer for me? Is this layer something that was impressed upon me? Did somebody else give this layer to me? Did somebody else make me take this layer? Is this layer something that I want? Okay. Right. Keep it. Yes. The next one's like, okay, this was given to me at six years old and it made me feel like dog shit. It made me feel horrible. I'm feeling the emotions associated with this because I'm looking at it again. I'm going to respond to it with love and compassion. Boom, chuck that motherfucker. <laughs> and you keep on doing that with every single layer. And that goes into the mental, physical, and spiritual. Yeah. Right? So it's it's all three and all are inextricably linked. Yeah, right. Yeah. Simplify, simplify, simplify. <laughs> Just, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's. I was, I was talking to Tommy John, uh, and uh, it's funny. I talked to him on FaceTime the other day. Anytime I'm like like not doing anything, I just want to like vent about shit. I call him. So I was talking to him the other day, and he uh, he was like, "Dude, I just got done doing a podcast, and I like feel like I didn't really say anything worthwhile because I say the same shit over and over again. I'm like, <laughs> eat good food, heal your trauma, drink water, spend time in nature, and like do be around people you love and limit your time like being indoctrinated." He was like, it's really not fucking hard. And I just started laughing. I was like, damn, dude, it's really not. It's like, it's but not it's easy to say that from this side of the, like this side of the coin. Right. Like right. when you, when you've done all that, you're like, damn, dude, like health is super easy. Yeah. You know? It so is. It's, yeah. It's, and it's just all been overcomplicated. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Well, you know, for, for, for the, the vast array of guests that I've had on this podcast, you know, uh, continuous glucose monitors, um, you know, um, red light therapy, blue blocking glasses, you know, what, um, you know, EMF blocking underwear, like dope shit, really cool, really cool biohacking stuff. It's what it is, is it's like, <laughs> it's tools to, to protect you from bullshit is what it is. It's yeah. like, how can you protect yourself from bullshit? How can you protect your eyes from blue light? How can you protect your body from Wi-Fi? How can you protect your your mind from negative thoughts? You know, um, how can you protect your your gut health from um, from pesticides? You know, oh, you should fast. Yeah, you should fucking eat sauerkraut that you made yourself. Like, do that. Like, yeah. Well, it's um, it's it's nice to it's nice to know. It's nice to know that we're we're on the same page. Um, well, tell me, tell me about, um, health freedom for humanity. What's that all about? So it is a, we are a group of like, I guess, common people and doctors and naturopaths and chiropractors. Um, I guess I, medical doctors, naturopaths and chiropractors. I, I misspoke naturopaths and uh, chiropractors are still doctors too. Sorry, TJ and Sarah. Um, but we are a group of people who believes in the fundamental right to uh, medical freedom and health freedom for all people, regardless of race, religion, creed, socioeconomic status, gender, political affiliation. We're a very nonpartisan group, and we are simply fighting for uh, medical freedom for, for all people um, and looking to educate people on what those rights are. Um, and it's the right to choose fundamentally. And the piece that I want to touch on this personally is I say this to everyone as well. If we were living through a time right now, and this this is because of my deeply held spiritual beliefs in, in that we should not infringe upon the will of another to live and do as they choose so long as they are not infringing upon yours, but also living with love, compassion, understanding. So it's not like a selfish thing, right? Yeah. It's just that like, I'm not going to impose upon another to live and do as they choose. So right now that is manifesting as medis like on the medical side of things, like where we're having mandated medical procedures coming down the pipeline. If we are fighting or if what was happening right now was some, I don't know, like very fringe religious group that was trying to input. I mean, in some ways it kind of is very <laughs> scientism rather than actual yeah. uh, science. Right. But if it was some like super fringe, like, I don't know, like Christian group trying to impose its will upon the rest of the country and make everyone obey to its methods. I think everyone within our group would be doing the same thing because it's not just about like the medical freedom. It's about, what backs that and we're, we're all of us are of different uh spiritual backgrounds not everyone thinks like i do within the group but it's this fundamental right as a human being a natural right to be able to live as we choose so long as we are not causing harm to another person 
Yeah. Church of uh, Congregation of Universal Wisdom. <laughs> Dude, I'm joining right after this. Yeah, if you need a, if you need a, an exemption for for vaccines in your state, uh, what, the Congregation of Universal Wisdom is the ticket. Damn, dude. dude, when you told me that at the beginning of this call, I was like, dude, like just describing it a little bit, like you were born perfect. I'm like, fuck, I'm sold. There I'm we in. Go. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's uh, awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm fine just the way I am. That's cool. Uh, yeah. Well, that, that's that, that's really exciting. I mean, um, and the, it, as, while we're recording this, sorry, just to interrupt yeah. real quick, like we're still building it, right? Like we are at time of recording, website hasn't launched yet, but by the time you. Uh, I like, let's, let's fingers crossed. Yeah. It's a few days away from launching, yeah. um, but it should be launched by the time you are releasing this. So that's good. But, uh, yeah, people will be able to check it out by that point and like see more of what our cause is. So, yeah, well, that's good. Well, don't worry. Like I'm not Joe Rogan and appearing on his podcast is, is going to crash your website. You know, it's not, <laughs> What if like what if like a bunch of other episodes go like unbelievably viral like right before this one <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. like, hey. like like you're you're beating Joe Rogan in terms of like viewership and listening stranger stranger it things happens, stranger things have happened stranger yeah. things have happened right well I it, it's 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 cool I mean we're 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 aligned in so many different ways Alec I'm 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 building a uh, virtual biohacking assistant that's going to help people find uh, integrated health um, through basically benevolent AI that will help them um, uh, find resources that uh, that will help them um, take their own health under their own hands and, and stay out of the the sickness treating sickness paradigm, but actually boosting their health and making smart choices through um, through education, through this podcast. You know, two hundred eighty seven eighty eight. You know, by the time this publishes, you know, it'll be probably close to three hundred. You know, two ninety episodes. There's this backlog of all this wisdom, um, from so many different ranges, and there are products that you can buy. There are products that you should buy that that will help your gut and help your eyeballs and help your you know, um, uh, your respiratory health, like there's, there's all these there it's out there. And that was it, a piece that I missed too, is detoxing. Yeah. It's so unbelievably important to detox. And like, we are bombarded with, uh, synthetic chemicals and, and man-made concoctions of things through ingestion, injection, inhalation, application on a daily basis. So it's extremely important to detox. So that's super cool that you bring that up. Yeah, yeah, we we've got it again. It's like undoing the fuckery. It's like how do you undo? How do you undo the damage? How do you protect yourself from the bullshit? Well, um, this I've loved this episode. Um, I've really enjoyed this this conversation, and um, I'm sure as shit, I'm going to be reaching back out uh, in good time to have you come back on. Uh, I, I typically have well before I ask the last question, which is a fill in the blank question, um, specifically to catch people off guard. Um, Fuck yeah. <laughs> tell people where they can find you, where they can follow you. Uh, well, as long as my Instagram remains up, because it was already removed once and then brought back again. But luckily, I've made a, I don't know if you follow the not AlexEck account that I made, which is super no. fucking funny. But okay. Anyway, my main Instagram account is Alec.Zek. Um, and then you can find us, hopefully, by the time we release this at healthfreedomforhumanity.org. Um, that's our website. And I guess the other place you can find me is Twitter at Alec uh, underscore Zek. Oh, I forgot Parlor. Par- is it Parlor or Parlay? I honestly don't know. My mom argued with me that it's Parlay. I thought I th- I think it's Parlor. Dude, that's what I thought too. But my mom like swears because she like s- speaks French a little bit. Parlor. Yeah. Oh, dude, oh, well, yeah. yeah, but it's pronounced oh, Parlay. Does that oh, mean we? Oui. Like, oui. Yeah. We. <laughs> oui, oui, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I, Parlor, you can find me at Alec Zek. And then um, on uh, Telegram, you can find me at The Way Forward. And forward is spelled F-W-R-D. And that's also my podcast, The, the Way Forward. So a lot, of, a lot of podcasts like ours, dude, which is so necessary right now. It's cool that more and more of them are popping up because more and more messages like this need to get out in any way, shape, or form. So, yeah, yeah super yeah. cool. But the, the, sorry, the last thing, the main one, dude, is everyone also please go follow not Alexek. <laughs> dude, you'll like this. This is my. You have this like bizarro Alexek? 
Yeah, it's like I say everything opposite of what I mean, just to like in my <laughs> my bio says obey the community guidelines, no free thinking allowed, and I like photoshopped a beard and sunglasses and a hat onto my normal profile photo. You're trolling yourself? I am trolling myself. That's right. It's super good. I love it. It's my favorite account. Oh, that's cool. Yep. Uh, so this last question is a fill in the blank question. This can be based on just whatever. You know, you again. Thank you so much for 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 joining me today. Um, I've gotten a lot out of this, and I, you know, there, there's so much logic. There's so much. There's so many facts associated with the way that you see the world and how you think about what's going on. And and I think it's really important. And um, so, uh, based on whatever it is that you know, you can kind of take this any direction. You can um, elaborate as much or as little as you like. If you would please fill in the blank, everyone would benefit from knowing. Everyone would benefit from knowing. That's a good one. Let me think for just a second. Um, everyone would benefit from knowing that their power is derived from within. Alex Eck, thank you so much for joining me today on the Optimal Performance Podcast. Thanks, Sean. And scene. This episode of the Optimal Performance Podcast is brought to you by Natural Stacks. They are providers of some of the highest quality natural supplements in the world. And my favorite nootropic of all time, NeuroFuel, used to be called Siltep, still continues to deliver. It really does get my brain sharp and ready to go when it's time to do work. And uh, it's hard to focus on anything really these days. <laughs> I think I'm not alone there. Um, natural Stacks has been a sponsor from the get-go, and uh, you can use the code OPP20 for 20% off your first online purchase if you go to naturalstacks.com. And in addition, you should pick up some vitamin D3. I mean, the studies that are coming out around um, how important vitamin D is for our immune systems, um, you should take it every day. And they make a really, really high quality, it's actually really cheap too, uh, vitamin D3 product. So go to naturalstacks.com and use the code OPP20 for 20% off. It's my favorite stuff. It's my favorite supplements. You should check it out. All right. Thanks, everybody. See you on the internet.